Welcome to Light24. This podcast is hosted by me, Liselli. I am a frontline nurse, and in this podcast, we'll be discussing issues such as politics, health, and other issues which are very important, such as race, sexuality, inequality, and diversity. In light of everything that's been going on regarding the coronavirus, regarding all the protests that have been taking place over the months, I thought it would be a good way to start off this podcast by talking about one of the most important issues that are important to me right now, and that's the issue of race. So I am a black woman and I have grown up in England and I feel that it's important for me to educate others of my experiences as a black person growing up in England. Hopefully these experiences can educate and help society today. So the first issue that I'm going to discuss about is basically my journey as a black woman. I'm going to read out a letter which I wrote to myself. So I will begin. Dear Blackskin, I wanted to take this opportunity to write you this heartfelt letter. You may find the contents of this letter difficult to digest, but please take time to read this letter carefully as it is an honest reflective account of our journey together so far on this planet. From the first day my soul entered my mother's womb, God perfectly knitted you and designed you to be the best gift and outfit I would wear for the rest of my life. As a five-year-old child, I did not know I was wearing you. All I cared about then was making friends and having loads of toys to play with. Then one day in reception, Ellie, a beautiful girl, a beautiful white girl with long, gorgeous ringlets, pointed out that you were too dark for me to wear and that my hair was not long or pretty like hers. I was too naive and unbothered to care then. Therefore, I simply ignored the childish, state, the childish comment. However, that comment was embedded into my subconscious mind. When I was in year five, I slowly started to understand that I was wearing you because other children would refer to me as that black girl when describing me. It was then I realised that you and I were intertwined. I was scared at first because I thought of you as a burden, but later I accepted you as my blessing in disguise. At 10 years old, my mother started educating me on our heritage and ethnicity. She taught me to wear you proudly and to represent you wherever I went. My father pre-warned me to brace myself for the challenges ahead in life, simply because I would grow up from a young black girl into a black woman. As a black woman, I would have to learn to fight for my rights and witness injustices inflicted upon my race. I was taught from a young age I only had two options, either to waste my life and have society frown upon me or to work hard and achieve something in life. It was made perfectly clear to me if I chose the latter option, I would always have to work twice as hard as other races to prove that I was capable of doing any set of job. As a teenager, I learnt about the slave trade, years of barbaric and inhumane treatment towards defenceless, innocent humans, left chills down my spine, tears in my eyes and pain in my soul. Throughout my teenage years, I was hopeful. 
I thought as humans we had learned from the history of our ancestors 400 years ago not to treat each other in such horrific, brutal and wrathless ways, but to treat each other with love, kindness and respect, regardless of gender and ethnicity. As a young adult, my hopes as a teenager vanished. I quickly grasped the idea that racism was a driving force of all societies. Until this day, slave, slavery exists in different forms, from modern-day slavery to sex trade slavery. As an adult, I've experienced what I was taught as a child. I still have to work twice as hard in jobs to prove I can manage. Because of you, my beautiful dark skin. I was once told by a smiling white lecturer at university that I'd needed not to bother to advance myself with a legal practice course because statistics showed that black people failed the course. That was a day I learned that just because someone is smiling at you, it does not mean that they're racist. Although I raised this issue with the dean at the university at the time, all she said was that I was the one who misconstrued what was being said. I'm not saying that all white people I know are racist because I'd be lying, but I'm not saying that all white people I know are not racist because that's the truth. What I am saying is that racism still exists in different shapes and forms today. The most worrying part is that racist people nowadays do not consider themselves to be racist because they argue that they're not racist because their next door neighbor is black or because their co-workers are black or because the uncle's best friend is black. Racism still haunts me on a daily basis. Working as a frontline nurse, I have to deal with abusive patients asking me why I'm working in a hospital in England when I should be working in a hospital in Africa. Perhaps the strangest encounter I've experienced thus far was when I was working and I was looking after a white elderly man who woke up from his deep sleep and looked at me and suspiciously asked me, how things were in England. I was surprised because I thought we were in England. I asked him where he thought he was and he said to me he thought he was somewhere tropical like Africa or the Caribbean because he had never seen so many black nurses in hospital. These are only a few examples of the many racist encounters that I have come across and the saddest part is most of these people live in areas where most ethnic minorities live. My conclusion is racist, racist people have unknowingly learnt ways of tolerating black, Asian or other ethnic minorities. Tolerating ethnic minorities is dangerous because it does not remove the racism out of the person, but it's just, an, it's just a volcano waiting to erupt. I have to experience this most of the time because of you, my dark skin. I know you are desensitized and, in, and inhumane, to our past experiences, that is why I wanted to remind you of our reality and teach others on what it means to be black. When I wake up each morning and look in the mirror, I see you, my beautiful sun-kissed melanin, so dark and beautiful. You are priceless and highly treasured. I love you unconditionally till death does us apart. Yours lovingly, your soulmate. So this is the letter that I wrote addressed to my skin. As I said at the beginning of the podcast, this is the first episode and in other episodes we will discuss other issues which are very, very important to us all 
and to me as well I thought it was very important to start a podcast which highlights issues around the world and although people on this subject feel uneasy to talk about it and they don't understand why black lives matter all lives matter but the reason why black lives matter at the moment is because we have been treated badly for a very long time and it doesn't seem to stop and there needs to be a point where we draw a line and say enough is enough so i hope that this can help enlighten other people of my experiences and we will continue in this fight light 24 will be a weekly podcast hosted by me i'll be interviewing people from different ethnic minorities and they will be sharing their experiences of what it's like growing up in england Also in this podcast we will tackle important issues in society such as politics, obesity, equality and diversity. This podcast is inclusive of all races. You can find me on Facebook or any social media platform if you would like to contact me.